often, you know, people think, well, I have to post on social media. So I like, I have to post and you're like, but you don't post trash, yeah. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> don't, please don't post just for the sake of posting, like post because you have a purpose for it post because it's going to activate your audience post because it relates to something that you offer that you're going to sell at some point. Right. And it's having real intention that way, but yes, like, would I save this? A question that I always ask people when they say I'm struggling with, you know, my social media, I say, well, would you follow you? Hey babe, welcome to the sales and social podcast. I'm so freaking excited that you are here with me today. Are you ready to simplify your sales and learn to sell in a way that feels good, but also brings you in more consistent cash? If you find yourself feeling like you're doing all the things on social media, but it's not converting, you feel like you have inconsistent cash months, but you desire more reoccurring revenue, and you just want to sell in a way that feels good without feeling salesy and also have a lot of fun on your journey to entrepreneurship, you are in the right place. Hey, I'm Jillian. I'm your sales queen and your soon-to-be podcast BFF. 22 years in the corporate sales space, losing my job during the pandemic, having no freaking idea what I was going to do, but knowing that I had a God-given talent for sales, I quickly shifted to the online space, where I have not only been able to grow my own personal business from zero to 500K in just 18 months with nothing more than a Zoom link, a paper planner, and a whiteboard, I've helped hundreds and hundreds of others scale their businesses and explode their sales. So grab your beverage of choice, a pen and a paper if you're anything like me, and let's dive into today's juicy episode. What's up, babes? Welcome back to the podcast. I am so freaking excited today because I have my good friend, Laura, here today. And Laura is just like me. She is a no BS kind of girl. So you are going to absolutely love this episode. Laura, welcome to the podcast and tell my audience a little bit about yourself. Thank you so much for having me. And yes, I think we related. We found each other through the the no BS world yes. <laughs> on social media. So. I'm like, I'm obsessed with her. I need to be her best. I uh, know. You know, we had a, a mutual friend pointed me in your direction and I was so happy to finally find some other people that <laughs> live in the same thought world that I do. So I'm super excited, but um, my name is Laura Sinclair. I am a business coach. I'm a social media strategist. I'm mom of two and I own a social media marketing agency. Amazing. We are going to dive into so many great things today. Um, How long have you been in the online space? Oh man. So my online business, Mm -hmm. business I'm running now, I am almost at two years, but I have been in social media marketing. I did the math the other day, actually, for about 15 years. So it's been a long time. Um, When I started my career, my corporate career, so we have have similarities in terms of our own paths, but when I started my corporate career was brands were just discovering the social media thing. And Twitter was all the rage and brands were letting interns run their Twitter accounts. Yes. <laughs> and I was that intern 15 years ago. So I've been in the online space for a really long time. Mm-hmm. Um, I took a little bit of a hiatus for about five years and ran a brick and mortar gym. So we also have fitness in common. Mm-hmm. Um, but even during that time, I was still having to do social media marketing and being digital marketing. So while my online business is, is about two years old, um, I've really been in this space for quite a long time. So you guys, I already knew all of this about it, but the reason I asked her was because you guys know that one thing that I love about people online is that if they have had successful businesses, 
offline. So you guys know, I love to bring real experts to the podcast that have not just had this like overnight success online because they read a book and now all of a sudden they're like an expert. So Laura is the real deal when it comes to social media marketing. And we are going to definitely dive into that. I love that you also said that you're a mama of two. Mm. So for my mamas that are listening to the podcast, how do you keep it all together? Let's just start there. Oh, girl, I don't. <laughs> That's <laughs> so why I love it. it together. You did a reel the other day and you're like, I probably have to throw up on my shirt right now. I'm pretty sure like most of the time there are <laughs> mysterious stains on myself, on my body. I yeah. joke that I can't do reels with multiple outfits because I don't, I don't have time for multiple <laughs> outfits. Like I, I, this is the shirt I'm wearing today, yeah. whether it has peanut butter on it or not, but <laughs> yeah, you know, it's funny. I had this conversation the other day with a friend and just thinking about how do you prioritize everything? And I think for me, I'm, I'm willing to drop balls that I know are going to bounce, <laughs> but I, I can't, I, I don't do it all. There are aspects of my life that I I outsource, mm-hmm. you know, my kids are in, I have one that's school age. She's in senior kindergarten and one that's in daycare. Mm-hmm. So I'm able to, to put them there so that I can focus on the things I need to focus on, but I don't do it all. And I think that anybody that tries to tell you that I think you can have it all, but I don't think you can do it all. Mm-hmm. And so for me, it's, you know, there are some weeks where I feel like I'm being a really good mom, but maybe not such a great business owner. And other weeks where I feel like I'm doing, a, I'm being a really great business owner and not such a great mom, but yeah. I've, I've learned to make peace with all of it. Yeah. That's what I love about it. And I love, I think one of the things that draws me to you and has from day one is that you are so freaking real. And I know that that is like, I see it in your content. I see it in your stories. And that is what makes people magnetic to you. I know it's what makes people magnetic to me. And I know that's what has drawn me to you from the very beginning. So let's dive into really being magnetic online. Where does that come from? Honestly, I think it comes from, to your point, being real. And it's, it's so interesting that you say that. And I take that as a massive compliment because when I started my online business, I really thought I had to be a certain way. Mm-hmm. And I remember early on, there was a coach that said something along the line, someone that I was following that said something like, if you look like you work at a gas station online, no one's going to pay you money. And at the time when I heard this, I had a three month old baby at home. I look like I worked at a gas station every day. I, mean, I look almost no- every day. Right. Legit, There's nothing wrong with working at a gas station. Let's just clarify that. <laughs> so but somebody they- asked me earlier, they're like, are these podcasts going to be on video? I'm like, have you ever seen me? These, these podcasts are not ever <laughs> no. going to be on video. No, they're never going to be put together. Yeah. And so I think I, I had taken that to heart and, and, you know, thinking that, oh, if I was going to be a business mentor, I have a lot of experience, but I need to show up the way that the other business mentors do. And I really struggled. And it wasn't until... I a, almost burnt out because I wasn't being authentic to myself yeah. but when it, it wasn't really until I was just like, screw it. I'm just going to be me. Mm-hmm. And I think that authenticity, it changed everything in my business. Yeah, It changed everything in terms of who comes, comes to me and who wants to be in my world. And we were on your coffee chats a couple of weeks ago and somebody asked a question about, you know, how do I show up without fear? And I think there's a lot of fear around being your authentic self, because what if somebody doesn't like it? And to that, I say, that's fine. But for a lot of people, that's a big, a big hurdle is having the willingness to show up as your authentic self. But once you give yourself permission to do that, no matter what your business is, no matter what you're trying to achieve, it'll change everything. 
It will. Someone like you and someone like me, who is pretty polarizing online, because that, that's mm-hmm. actually another thing that really drew me to you is like, you call out a lot of bullshit. Like, yeah. this is why your stuff's not selling, or this is the mindset thing. Yeah. Was there a fear that you had to get over? Or were you just like, I'm going to show up unapologetically who I am? I think both a little bit. I think for me as a human learning to, you know, through motherhood and learning to kind of rediscover who I was, was a part of that. I mean, my son will be two next month. So I still have a very little baby. And Mm -hmm. for anybody that is a mom, you can relate to that, like loss of identity. And I think while I was building my business and really stepping into my own brand, I was going through a bit of a rediscovering of self in the process because I was very much in the depths of motherhood. And so there was fear there because it's like, oh my goodness, like who am I was doing that conversation. But once I landed there, I think it felt really freeing Mm -hmm. and really freeing to just say the things that I think. And I love strategy, but I also love mindset, Mm -hmm. but I also hate seeing people get being taken advantage of online. So for me, being able to say those things it sort of felt like, how do I not? Mm-hmm. Like I've been in business for a really long time. Oh, you and I talked about this, <laughs> you know, sitting in boardrooms and we're talking about multi-million dollar campaigns and nobody's talking about quantum leaps and vortexes while we're sitting 100%, there. hundred percent. Yep. You know, we're talking no about one's pulling like, out Oracle cards and being no. like, let's pull the card today or let's, no. let's price our next campaign at two, two, two. Cause that's what the angels are saying. The angels say, and like, yeah. Hey, I'm all for the mindset work. I'm all for the energetic work, feminine energy, all of those things. But I think when those take the place of strategy and hard work or are sold as a, you know, instant fix in lieu of real strategy, Mm -hmm. it's frustrating for me because Mm -hmm. I see it. I see people pouring money into it. And as a woman that stands up for other women, I can't have it. No, not at all. So let's talk about the strategy. Let's talk about the strategy in the online space when it comes to social media. What are some of the biggest mistakes that you see people making? Yeah, I mean, there are a lot, but I think honestly, (laughs) one of the big ones and it's, is Showing up. Like a ten-parter. Yeah. How ten many parts. episodes would you like to film? <laughs> I mean, you um, can be coming back as many times as you want. I'm obsessed with you. I feel like the first one is one we just talked about, right? Yeah. Which is showing up in a way that is sort of the same as everyone else. Because the online space is really, it's saturated, right? It doesn't mean that there's not room for you. It's just noisy. Mm-hmm. And when you show up the same as everyone else, you use the same colors and you use the same words, like you're just going to get lost. Yeah. So I think you know, figuring out what makes you or your business or what you're offering really unique and coming from a different standpoint and being able to deliver your content through that consistently over time, because nothing happens immediately it is really important. Are you sure? No. I'm no. going to do a million dollar business tomorrow. I just started <laughs> no. today. Come on. No, but These maybe one tell me I will. Right. I mean, I believe in the power of possibility. Right. But I believe that you will have a multi-million dollar business one day, but it it was going to take some time. Yeah. So that's a big one, I think. The other one that I, I see a lot of is people being just really all over the place with their content or just talking about themselves. <laughs> These are sort of one of the, they're kind of one and the same and they tend yeah. to be content issues and really around, you know, it depends, right? Like I work with coaches who are selling, you know, a lot of online courses and online products, whether they're communities or courses. And I also work with business owners who are selling goods, maybe selling service. And oftentimes they just show up and they talk about what they have for sale. Mm-hmm. Now, here's my widget. Here are the features of this widget. Here's the, 
it's made of this product, you know, come on down for $3.99. You too can have this widget. Like it's not, people don't, right. right. People don't want to engage with it. And it's one thing that I love about you so much. And one thing I really respect about you is how strong of a community you have built. Thank you. Because selling to a community and building community, those are the easiest people to sell to. But if you show up and you just talk about yourself or you talk about your widget, nobody wants to follow that. Nobody wants to engage with that. No. One of the ways that I work with brands, whether it's our businesses, whether it's through coaching or my courses or in my done for you agency is trying to establish, okay, what are the other storylines we're going to talk about here? And people talk about them as content pillars a lot, but you know, if your widget is in a specific industry or your courses within a specific industry, what are the other things that you can talk about Mm -hmm. and how can you create community and create a unity really around that subject matter. And I think that's where a lot of people miss on social media is they just talk about themselves and assume that people are going to like line up to have that conversation too. Yeah. So let's say you're a health coach. Yeah. What would be a way that you could start to bring in other things other than just you as the widget, as the health coach? I love that you went to health coaching because I'm not one anymore. I know you're not one anymore. But I have such a, I have such a, a space, such a love for it. So thank you for going there. That feels like a real gift for me today. I think one thing that people really forget in health specifically is how vulnerable a person has to be in order to ask for help for that with that. Mm-hmm. Right. Especially if you're a stranger on the internet, mm-hmm. someone's gonna be like, Hey, stranger. Yeah. I feel awful about myself. Yeah. Help me and with my mom pooch. Or help, my me with, help me with my massive insecurity that I have about this. Right. And if you, as a health coach, all you do is you come in, you, ch- you share recipes and you talk about what you made for lunch. That's not showing vulnerability. And I think being a human is really, really important. So, you know, if I'm coaching health, certainly talking about my own experience is important. I think as a coach, you know, you being the living social proof, right? If you have a story where you, you lost weight or you went through a period of not feeling confident, whatever that it looks like for you, Mm -hmm. being able to share that vulnerably, I think is really important, but also providing value and building community around that shared experience, right? Even if you are a health coach, you're still in a health journey, right? Health is never, is a never ending health never ends, right? It's something that we work on Mm -hmm. forever. And I think you know, creating content, providing value can be recipes. It can be workout ideas. It can be stretches, but it could also be vulnerability. It can be, you know, creating connection. It can be talking about the stuff that most health coaches don't talk about. Mm -hmm. Right. And just showing your client, showing your person that you're a safe place for them. Yeah, that's definitely beautiful. I think so many people miss that. And again, anyone can teach a recipe. Anybody can teach a workout. So it's like, what really does set you apart? I think that is so, 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 so true for sure. So you talked about really standing out in the online space. So everyone's doing reels right now, right? Everyone thinks reels are the way to go. How do you stand out when it comes to reels when everyone tells you to do voiceover reels? Yeah. I'm a really big believer. And one of the questions that I ask my clients a lot of the time is like, does that feel good for you? Because (laughs) yeah. And I mean, I think, you know, it's so interesting because I think we often, you know, you and I both have built our businesses primarily on Instagram. Instagram is an app that's changed quite a lot, even over the last few months. I'm a really big believer in like in diversifying your social media. So being in other places, but my 
you know, and I know you do this in your business as well, but building community off of social media as much as you can, uh, whether that's in an email list or a Facebook group, even though that is in social media, you should be collecting emails there too. But how do you take people off of those sorts of platforms and move them to a place where you have, I don't want to use the word control, but you have right. deeper connection and you do that with your weekly chats on Wednesday mornings, which I'm, I have it in my, my calendar to come next week. So Yay, come back. We love having you. Yeah. So I think, you know, when we're talking about reels or content specifically, I think the first thing is what feels authentic to you. Mm-hmm. And if I, for a long time, the reels that I did were like voiceover reels because those felt authentic to me and a little bit funny. And I was able to show my personality. Yeah. Now. I just really enjoy talking to the camera. Mm-hmm. That's a little bit you're like, more. You're like teaching on them. Yeah. I like, it allows me to show my expertise. I can show my personality a little bit, but I think just mixing it up and the more that you can show up and talk to the camera and show who you are, you know, I think the better that's going to be long-term doing trending sounds and things like that. Yeah. Those are fun. But if I see one more like lions and tigers and bears <laughs> real, I'm not scared of them. Somebody will be scared of me. Somebody (laughs) will be scared of me if I have to hear that again, you know? And I think like, it's great to get on top of trends, but I wouldn't rely on them as your, you know, primary source. Mm -hmm. So the more that you can mix up your formats, I think people are having to get really creative with video right now. You know, whether you're doing, I think I just posted one today with like, almost looks like a little tweet over top of a video. Yeah with a sound. Just, so just trying to mix it up, but remember that like everything in social media is an experiment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that you said that because everyone is always coming to me and I'm not the social media expert by any means, but they're always yeah. coming to me and they're saying like, how many times should I post? Should I post in the morning? Should I post in the afternoon? Should I yeah. post on Saturday? Should I post on Sunday? And I'm like, literally it's an experiment. Just That's try right. it out. Now I love carousel posts and I know that you love carousel posts do, as yeah. well. Like, yeah. is there still room for those? I mean, I, I think there them. is, I you know, them. it's so interesting. So I think, you know, if we're talking Instagram reels are a great way to improve your organic reach, right? Because in terms of how many people are seeing your reel, typically yeah. it's going to be higher than somebody that's seeing your carousel posts, but carousel posts can be really beautiful and powerful ways to share your expertise yes. to the people that are following you. The people that have already put their hand up and said, yes, yeah. Jillian, yes, Laura, I'm here. And, you know, I think some of it depends on the content. Mm-hmm. I posted a carousel last week, the week before, just about my story. And I was sort of talking about the last eight years of my story. And, yeah, you know, the number of sales that I got just from that post mm-hmm. is more than more than the number of sales that I would get from a reel. Yeah. So, you know, every piece of content, it serves a different purpose, mm-hmm. but a carousel is a really beautiful way to engage with the people that have already elected to say like, yes, I'm in your community. Yes. I want to see your posts. Whereas a reel is really more about how are you spreading that content? How are you taking advantage of what the algorithm offers and showing yourself to new people? Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. I love carousel posts. I mean, I, they're like my jam. I love them for sure. Yeah. What do you think is the biggest reason why people aren't making sales through social media? Ooh, it's a, again, how much time do we have? I think, you know, I think clarity around offers is a big one. Like it's yes. really easy to confuse people. Yeah. And, you know, when you start, I, I always use the analogy of being at the Cheesecake Factory, you know, you'd be oh, at the Cheesecake Factory and like yes. this giant menu and you're trying to like pick from all these things and you don't really know whether you want like the penne with the cream sauce or with like the rosé sauce and they're all or you know, like, like fish and chips or fish and chips. like you have so many options. Right. And so I think sometimes when we start talking about our offers in a million different ways and we don't really have clarity, like people, 
you don't even know what to pick anymore. So you just move on. Yeah. And I think we overcomplicate it for people a lot. So lack of clarity is a big one. Lack of understanding, like what is it that you offer? Whether, even if it's product, right? All of our businesses have to make somebody's life easier, better, and more interesting. Would you even say like lack of clarity, not only like lack of clarity of what they offer, but like they're changing up what they're doing so often that their audience is even unsure of what they do. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, you know, to tie into that point, a lot of people, when I land on their Instagram or their page, my, that's the first question. I'm like, what do you do? Yeah. Like, are you a vet? Are you a coach? Are you right. a stay-at-home mom? Like, what do you actually do? What do you do? And if I, I think you posted about this the other day, and I, I talk about this all the time too, is looking at those first nine posts. Styles, yeah. Right. Go look at your Instagram account right now. Mm-hmm. Open up your bio, look at your first few posts. Would it be obvious to somebody landing on your account for the first time, what you do? Because if the answer is no, they're not going to follow you. And if they don't follow you, then you will never be able to sell to them. No, no. So the first piece is getting people to follow you. Right. mm -hmm. And if we don't know, then. Yeah. And it's like, and I always say this too. It's like, would someone share this out? Like when I post Mm -hmm. content, I literally say to myself, like, would I save this? Would I share this? Would I like tell my friend, Sarah, like, Hey, you got to check out Julian Murphy's post today. It was like straight fire. Or am I literally like, "Mm, this is like pretty kind of garbage. Like make (laughs) sure your stuff is that good or like don't post it. Because again, like I want people literally to be like, I have to go back to Jillian Murphy's page today and see what she's putting up. I know that I go to Laura's page every day and I'm like, I know she's going to have straight fire today. (laughs) I know it's going to be something that's going to fire me up. It's going to be something that's going to activate me or it's going to be something that teaches me. And that's why I follow her versus everybody else. that I'm just like, eh, this is not really lighting me up today. Yeah. And I think often, you know, people think, well, I have to post on social media. So I like, I have to post and you're like, but you don't post trash, yeah. you know, like <laughs> don't, please don't post just for the sake of posting, like post because you have a purpose for it post because it's going to activate your audience post because it relates to something that you offer that you're going to sell at some point. Right. And it's having real intention that way, but yes, like, would I save this? Would a question that I always ask people when they say I'm struggling with, you know, my social media, I say, well, would you follow you? Yeah. They say, well, I don't, I don't know. Well, yeah. Well, let's start there. You know, if you don't create content that you would like, Mm -hmm. then nobody else is going to like it either. Yeah. Like what, like would I keep watching your stories or would I be bored? Would I dip out of these? Right. Like there's so many things to really ask yourself. And I think sometimes people don't, they don't want to ask themselves those hard questions. Well, you have to, because otherwise your audience is going to dip out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So because you are the social media expert, how do people work with you? What do you have yeah. going on? Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for asking that question. So Obviously. I have a, my signature program is called SBA. It stands for social business accelerator. It is for business owners. So you do need to have a business. It's not a place to come and start an online business, but if you, like have if you just have an idea, it's not for you. SBA would not be, would not be the place for you. If you have an idea, SBA is a year long program, but it is for, it can be an online business service provider, coach, brick and mortar. I've had a real range of businesses come through that world, which I love. Um, It is a women's only container, Um, but it's a year. There are two calls every month. And essentially it teaches you how to build a social media strategy that works for your business that generates leads and sales, but that doesn't leave you on social media all day long. Because as a mom of two, I don't have time. You asked me earlier how I get it all done. It is not spending my day on social media. That is for sure. Mm -hmm. So SBA, that is the vibe. It is all about getting to 
your social media strategy and faster. I offer one-on-one coaching and then I do done for your social media strategy and management. So if you're at a place in your business where you want to just hand off the whole thing, I can do that too. Awesome. So if you guys are listening to this podcast right now and you're like, I don't know what to post and I need help. Laura is absolutely your girl. Make sure you are sliding into her DMs. I'm going to obviously put all of her information in the show notes. So the last question that I ask everybody on the podcast is what makes you buy from somebody online? Ooh, for me, it's vibe. That was my last girl's thing too. Yeah. I'm a really big energy person. Energy matters to me, which is like so funny because like I teach strategy, but energy matters. I'm like, do I want to hang out with you? But the other part is, do you get me? Mm-hmm. You know, I have two young kids and I generally prioritize mentorship from people who are either who understand what it's like to be in the world that I live right now. Because yeah. if you don't get it yeah. and it's not because, you know, I'm a superhero, because some days I think I am. Yep. But it's really, really hard. I don't know if I can swear on your podcast. Yeah, absolutely. But uh, (laughs) it's really hard. And so for me, it's like vibe, but also like an understanding of the the season of life that I'm in. Mm -hmm. You guys, so that's really important. If you guys are listening to this right now, which obviously you are, because you just heard us say this, what vibe are you giving off? What is the connection that you're making with people? And are you supporting the people at different stages in their life? So, you know, if you are somebody who has young kids, making sure that you're connecting to your audience and letting them know that you understand what it's like to have young kids. Mm -hmm. Maybe you're a stay at home or, you know, a single mom, like my last client, uh, Darcy, who we just interviewed. And she was like, you know, I love working with single moms because I get what it's like, you know, Mm -hmm. making sure that you are addressing that even your social media content. So people know that like, Hey, she's my person. She gets what it's like. Yeah. And you know, it's, it's funny. I, I posted a motherhood post today. I do post about being a mom, not because it has anything to do necessarily with social media, but we, you know, talking about telling stories and shaping that, shaping that through. It's a big reason why motherhood and my experience as a mother is, is part of my strategy. Yeah, it's huge. It's absolutely huge. And, you know, there's a lot of people who don't get it and a lot of people that do. And when you are picking your mentor, you want to work with someone that gets you at all the different stages of your life. Totally. That's awesome. Laura, thank you for being here today. I was so excited to have you. Um, I know my audience will absolutely appreciate this episode and I appreciate you coming on. Thank you. Thank you so much for tuning into the Sales and Social Podcast. If today's episode has you fired up and you loved it, could you do me a huge favor and leave a review over on Apple Podcasts or take a screenshot and share it on social media and don't forget to tag your business bestie. And while you're there, connect with me on the gram at the Jillian Murphy. I'm on a mission to change the mindset of sales. I want people to love sales because the reality is sales is the foundation of everything you do. It's how your business generates revenue consistently. So show up and be unapologetic about selling because once you fall in love with selling, babe, sky's the limit. So I'll catch you on the next episode, but until then, feel free to slide into my DMs because I cannot wait to get to know you better.